We're glad to be sharing the ministry of Redemption Church with you. Now join us as we receive the Word of God. Standing, put that little device in there and say, oh, well, say so right there, you've got to break a break one nine. It's, it's this code. And they, they give you the understanding. I don't have the understanding. All I have is a yellow light. There is a big difference between having the facts having the numbers, having the little yellow light, and having the understanding. Guess what? You will pay me nothing to come look at your yellow light on your check engine, right? You will go pay somebody that has understanding, and they will actually go inside your engine and do something about it. Paul prays that we would under. Stand, not just have a scripture about it, not just to be able to quote a fact about it. Here's a little factoid, love, God's love. No, he wants us to understand. And there's a big difference between a fact and understanding, all right? Because I have to go there. I would tell you that Washington, D.C. is really good at giving you facts, but not so good at the understanding. Somebody say amen if the preacher's right. That felt good just doing that. Christian, don't just settle for knowing the fact that Christ loves you, that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross. Don't just sing a few lyrics about the love of Jesus. Don't just quote a scripture that says Jesus loves you. Actually understand the love of Jesus And can we get anybody to be honest that it takes a little while to understand that love? It takes more than one Sunday school lesson to learn that. There are people that we we take it for granted that people that show up to church Sunday and Sunday out understand the love of Jesus. It is not a given. They might know a fact, but do they understand? Ephesians chapter 3.18 tells us what we should understand. To grasp how wide. Everyone said wide. And long. Say long. And high. Say it high. And deep. Say it deep. Is the love of Christ. Today I want to talk to you about the four-dimensional love of Jesus Christ. The width. The length. The height. And the depth of the love of Christ. In Sunday school, I sang this song. If you know it, why don't you sing it deep and wide, deep and wide. There's a fountain flowing deep and wide, deep and wide, deep and wide. There's a fountain flowing deep and wide. Give yourselves a hand. Somewhere there's a Sunday school teacher up in heaven that just went, my gosh. Marshall was paying attention. Thank goodness for our Sunday school teachers. Kids, did y'all know that one? God's love is deep. And it is why. All right. Excellent. That is that song I used to sing. Learned it from a, a young age that God's love is deep and wide. Yet I think Paul could add a second verse to that. I think he would. It's long and high Long and high, there's a fountain flowing long and high. Long and high, long and high, there's a fountain flowing long and high. See, that song talks about two dimensions, but Paul gives us 
four dimensions to the love of Jesus. Count me with it. Wide, long, high, and deep. Now, we're used to thinking about three dimensions. We know from math class that height times width times depth equals volume. That's the volume. No, not area sun. We will get back to that. That is length times width. That is the area. But if you want an an area, it's two-dimensional, right? And so in order to get your volume, you have to have three dimensions, right? But Paul gives us four dimensions. Paul adds one more dimension to our math problem today. And then Paul prays that we understand it. So if you are not good at math, please don't peace out on me yet. Okay? Paul wants you to understand it. So let's try to understand it. Let's try to understand the width. Is there a tape measure in here? Kate, can you come up here? So I want you, I want you to measure what you think the love, how wide God's love is. So I'm going to hold on to this end. How, how, how wide do you think it goes? It's about this wide? What? Is it, how wide is it? Is it, is it shorter than this? Is it, what? No, keep going back. Keep going. Um, we're out of, that's as far as the tape measure. You, are you saying that the love of Jesus is wider than this tape measure? You really think so? What do y'all think? It's not wide enough. God's love is much wider. Excellent. Go, go, go. You did so good. Give her a hand. You try to measure. Now we, oh gosh, we are the worst at this. I'm going to tell on us, the the fluid household. We go to buy like a piece of furniture. We go to buy a a rug or something. And we, we know we want the rug. We know we want the table. But then we get to the place and go, hey, what's the? What's the height that we need? And we're like, we should have, we should have measured. We, we don't even know. And we, we don't know what the height and the, the, the width of the, the thing that we need. We don't know the thing. And what about the love of Jesus? Have you taken time to try to measure that? My arms are, I don't know how, it's about the, the size of my height. So it's probably about six Feet is, is the, the, my wingspan. If I were to try to hug all the people in this room at one time, I don't know if I could, if I, I don't think I could get hardly three people in there. It would be really difficult. I don't have the width to hug everyone in this room. My, my arms are not wide enough. Do you agree, kids? Absolutely. My arms are barely able to hug my three little boys when they actually let me. One day, one day my boys are going to be bigger than my arms can carry. How wide do you think God's arms are? Infinite. Absolutely. God's arms are actually even wider than Jesus' arms on the cross. Because it reached all around the world. That is the width of his love. Could God hug everyone in this room or his arms? There's a verse in the Bible says that his arms are not short so that he can't reach you. 
There's never a time that he can't reach you. We're not taking questions right now, William Fluid. All right, thank you very much. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Who does God love? The world. How wide is the world? If you tried to walk the width of the earth, that's like the circumference. To walk all the way around this planet, you would walk 24,901 miles. That's a pretty wide love, 24,901 miles. The Greek word actually in this verse for world is cosmos. Somebody say cosmos. It is also used to mean universe. So that's bigger than planet Earth. God so loved the entire universe. His love is as wide as the universe. And we have never been able to figure out how big the universe is. The more we study it, the more we realize that the universe is just expanding and becoming wider. His love is bigger than the cosmos. Bigger than the universe. Not only is the love of Christ wide enough for everyone in this room. It is wide enough for everyone in our city. It is wide enough for everyone in our state, in our country, this continent, the world. And if that wasn't enough, the entire universe, that's how wide his love is. Not just everyone in the universe right now. On March 14th, 2021, not just us right now, but his love is wide enough for everyone throughout all of time. Do you understand that God's love is wide? You have never met a person that Jesus Christ doesn't love. His love covers the width of the universe and time. To grasp how wide, how long, and high and deep is the love of Christ. Can someone, can someone help me measure the length? How long do you think God's love is? Can, can you help me, Kate? All right, so I'm going to stand here and we're going to go that way. Since this was the width, uh, you come here. I'm going to hold this and you tell me how long, how long do you think his love is? Let's see here. Is, is that about it? Or do you, you, you wish it could go further? How long do you think God's love is? It's twice that? No, it's, it's even much more than that? I agree. You come back. I don't want to drop this. In. Oh, whoa, whoa. Goodness. OSHA violations with Satan. Do we understand the length of his love? If the width of his love covers everyone, what is the length of his love? Again, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God's love was willing to go to the length of giving his one and only son for us. You've heard that phrase. What length would you go? Well, that's the length of God's love. God's son, Jesus Christ, carried the cross for us. That is the length. 
he went. God's only son was nailed to that cross. His hands and feet had holes driven through them where they were attached to that rugged cross. Jesus Christ died for us. Do we understand the length of his love? Love is patient, the Bible says. Is his patient long? Is his kindness long? There's even the term long-suffering, that he is willing to suffer long out of love. That is the actual definition of love. Some of the problem with our world today is that we claim to have a love, but it's a pretty short love. In fact, that, that love is about as long as the first argument the first disagreement, I love you so much. What, you voted for who? And now we are enemies for, we must fight to the death. You know it. It's like that on social media all over the place. The world needs a long love. And we found a very long love in the love of Jesus Christ on the cross. We are sinners. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that we have thought the wrong things. That we have done the wrong things. That we have said the wrong things. Things. We are sinners, but Jesus, his love for us is so long that he has removed our sins from us. Psalm 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. I've got a question. How far is that? How long is a distance? Between east and west. I want you to think about that a little bit. How far is the distance between east and west? Now, how, how far is, you know, east Texas from west Texas? You know, we can, it's pretty big because Texas is big. But we're talking a different west, right? And a different east. Notice scripture does not say the north and the south. He has not removed our transgressions from us as far as the north is from the south. Earth has a North Pole, and 12,416 miles away, Earth has a South Pole. So you can actually measure how far the North is from the South. If you walk North, eventually you would reach the North Pole. And if you kept going the same direction, you would now start walking South. That's how the poles work. You would start walking south. So you could measure the distance from north and south. But what about east and west? If you walked east and you kept going east, when would you stop going east? Never. You would continually go east. You can't go so far east that you start going west. You can't go so far west that you start going east because there are no poles to east and west when it says that he has removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. It means eternity. It means infinite. It means without end. Just like you would walk forever trying to walk east. That's the forever between you and your sin. As far as the east is from the west. God has taken your transgressions. What are your transgressions? That's your sin. That's the things you've said. The things you've done. The things you thought. 
The things that separate you from God. This is how long his love is. He has taken that and he has removed it infinitely. Way longer than our measuring tape can go, Kate. He removed them so long. So it's time for you to say so long to your sins. Some of you have been like, holding on to these things that you did 20 years ago, don't you realize he has removed your transgressions? They only exist in your mind and in your memory. He has no memory of them. They have been cast into a sea of forgetfulness. They are completely removed, infinitely far from you. So somebody say, so long. Say so long to your shame. Say so long to your guilt because God's love is long. How love is his love? How long is his love? It's immeasurably and infinitely long. His love is so wide and so long. But how high is it to grasp wide, long, and high the love of Christ? How, how high is the love of Christ? Can we measure this? Can we try to measure this? Are you tired of measuring? All right. Excellent. What, so we'll do this really quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, we'll just hold that as far down as you can. All right, and you tell me when it's high enough to be as high as the love of Christ. When do you think that is? We're almost there, I think. I think we're almost there. Is that, is that, it? Is that it? Are you going up? Wait, wait, wait. I think we're almost there. We're almost there. We're doing, did we get it? What? It's all, it's all. So how high do you think the love of Jesus is? Is it higher? Even though we can try to measure it with this, it's still higher, isn't it? Thank you, Kate. You're the best. How high is the love of Christ? Let's go back to John 3.16 and see. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have what kind of life? An everlasting and eternal life. The height is how far up the love of Jesus will carry you. How high will his love carry you? Because of the love of Jesus, you can be raised to new heights. Anybody ever have Jesus lift them up? When you were sad, when you were down, when you were on your face, he lifted you up. There's stories in the Bible of, of a woman that was caught in a, in a sinful act and she was down on her face and other people were going to hurt this woman. But Jesus came and she lifted up her eyes to him. And then the next thing, she is standing before him. What happened? Jesus lifted her up to a new height. He will raise you from the dead. You got to go up. He will pick you up. One day you will rise with Jesus. Do you know this? How far will you rise? You will go all the way to heaven. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. It says we are where? Where are we? Seated with him. Do you realize this is past tense? This is not a future tense scripture. 
that God has already done this, raised us up with Christ and seated us with King Jesus. Where are kings seated? On thrones. There is a throne in heaven and it says that God has lifted you so high that you are seated where? In the throne with Jesus Christ. How high is his love? How high? All the way to the highest place. Not not some last rung of the ladder of heaven. Although we don't even deserve that. But he would seat us at the most honored place in the very throne of the king. That's the highest place of all. I would tell you it is higher than Buckingham Palace where a queen of England sits. It's higher than the Oval Office of any president. It is higher than the greatest mansion. It is higher than the most popular YouTuber or pop star or action movie star. His love is high enough to give you eternal life. His love is wide. Say wide. His love is long. Say long. And his love is high. Say high. But how, how deep? How deep is his love? One more time, can you help me? She is so patient. She must have wide love for me. Thank you. So now now we're going to, I'm going to raise this up and you try to measure downward. So let's see how how deep it goes. Can you you go all the way to the the ground? You can try to do that. I'm going to stand on a tippy toe right now. Tippy toe's engaged. All right. Is Is that as deep as the love of, it's deeper than that? It goes into the core of the earth. Now we're going sci-fi. All right. So it's deeper than we can measure. Is that right? Gosh, she's good at this. Next time I'll get her to help me with my notes. Straighten me out. How deep is the love of Jesus Christ? Do we understand? Do you actually take time to try to understand? Or do you just hear facts about it? I want to tell you his love takes us to new heights, but the depth of his love caused him to be brought low. He was willing to go low, to go to deep places because of his love for you. Jesus was enthroned in heaven, right? But he stepped down to earth. You follow me so far? He not only stepped down to earth, but he stepped down into a low-income family that, that lived in a country that no one respected and was under the control of a tyrant king who took all of their freedoms away. He stepped down into that. That's a pretty low position. And then Jesus stepped down from there. And who does he care for? He cares for the sick. He cares for the hungry. He cares for the outcast. He cares for the fishermen. He cares for the lost. Was that enough? No. Jesus stepped down even further. And he's called a sinner. And he steps down even further. And he is executed on the cross As a thief, his body was laid 
down in a tomb. Is that deep enough? Any of that is great depth, but I want to tell you, that's like trying to take a measuring tape to it. His love is deeper still. He went deeper. I want to tell you that Jesus went into death itself. He went to hell, if you will. He went to a place called Sheol, a holding place for the soul, where everyone that was captive, because they didn't have a Messiah, and they had died, they went down to a holding place called Sheol. And in 1 Peter 3.18, it says that he went down into that captivity and rescued everyone who died. Try to measure the highest heaven to the lowest hell. That is his depth of his love for you. It's deeper than you. Oh, come on now. And don't give me that. Well, you just don't know what I've done. You know, it's easy for you to say, you know, the love of Jesus. But but Pastor Chris, you don't know what I've done. Oh, my goodness. I know that his love far surpasses any depth of me. And I want to tell you, I don't know who you think you are, but his love is so much deeper than your filth, deeper than your shame, deeper than your regret. It's deeper. He stepped all the way down and he lifted us all the way up. And he didn't do that for a select few. He did it for the wide audience. And for all of us, he went to the longest length of punishment. That's the width. That's the length. That's the height. That's the depth of the love of Jesus Christ. We need more than facts and figures. We need more than mathematical equations to somehow crunch a calculator and give us a number. We need to understand the limitless measure of his love to grasp how wide and how long high deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that's what it says it says that this love surpasses knowledge it doesn't matter how many tape measures we have it it surpasses anything that we know Do you know that Jesus loves you? He actually loves you more than you know because it surpasses your knowledge of his love. Do you know that Jesus' love is wide? Well, it's wider than you know. Longer, higher, deeper than you know. And if you are not blown away by his love, if you are not amazed by his love, then I would invite you to measure again. Your measurements are all wrong if you are not amazed by his love. Now we're going to come and talk to the Lord in this altar. Let us come and worship him. For more information about redemption, look us up online at redemption-church.com. We want to hear from you, so be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or even our anonymous question text line at 214-856-2000.
0550. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.